0: Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Mike on to Mike, and today we're going to talk about some silent science, wow, and some Mandela effect. Anyways, no silence, okay? So, interesting, CERN, C-E-R-N, in Switzerland is going to be starting up again, I guess. I don't know the full facts, I heard 2016, then I heard 2018, and it's only been going on since about 2012 or 2013, at which... Just to run through all this, coincides with the Mandela effect. So, thank you guys for tuning in. That's what we're going to talk about today. And let's get to it. So, it is the last day of June, June 30th. And July 3rd, they're going to open up the the particle accelerator again, the Hydron Collider. Anyways, CERN. And they're gonna go at twice the speed, like full power. And they were already—I don't know how you can double it, really—but we'll find out. I bet there's already details about that. But it was already near speed of light, so I don't know how you can double that. But they're gonna be blasting particles together for new experiments. Um, and that's gonna be interesting because when it comes to the Mandela, <laughs> sorry, <coughs> I should probably trim that out. Oh, sorry, guys. But, when it comes to the Mandela Effect, um, this has been going on for, like, the last 10 years as well. Um, so it's very interesting. Um, so they're... I guess they built it to, uh, to, like, form energy, you know? But, it's, uh, a way of studying. Uh, maybe to study a way for free energy, or easy energy, or blah blah blah. Um, but they're capable of making mini black holes and all sorts of stuff. And as we learned with Einstein, um, black holes warp space-time, singularity, not space and time, it's space-time, same thing. Space is time, which is fascinating. Uh, In short, Einstein proved it. It took him like his life, but he needed to get an eclipse to prove space around the sun, because its mass was so big it could warp space and time. So um I want to say the Higgs boson. Uh, I think I'm uh, mispronouncing it, but we discovered this through the particle accelerator CERN. So the uh and that is like the gravitational field and the electromagnetic field. This is new stuff. This is stuff that's always been around us, but we're We don't really know about it yet, which is so it's exciting. Um, The Higgs boson, and if I'm saying this wrong, I am sorry, but that proves about the Higgs field. And with that, the Higgs field, like the electromagnetic field, controls magnetism, and electricity. This field controls mass why some things have a bigger mass than others. Why is this so heavy than this? Yada, yada, yada. So, uh, it could be a mundane breakthrough, but it could be a big breakthrough. And we're starting this up in two days if I uh, don't just explode a black hole here on Earth. You know. So, and, <laughs> I'll see you next week with that. But, anyways, let's take a quick break and we'll get back to it. So, I got into the science and then, and then I mentioned some, uh, science. So I discovered something recently, which I guess this has been a thing. Kind of When with the Mandela effect. Most people talk about Bernstein bears and whatnot, but I learned about something that's been around since 2016. And, uh, let's see, what is that? Six years ago ish. Um, yeah. So apparently Isaiah in the Bible, the Christian Bible, Isaiah eleven six through nine changed and people are claiming, um, it's always said something different. It's always said the lion will lay with the lamb. And I was like, huh? Fascinating. And then I watched this video about like all these people, like kind of quoting it. Some of them, maybe not so much. Some of them. Yeah. But it was like, I mean ask some people without talking about this. Um the lion and the lamb, the lion will lay with the lamb. Isn't that a prophecy? Isn't it something? Did you hear your preacher talk about it? Uh why did Elvis sing about it? Why did Johnny Cash sing about it? Um why did um it wasn't living in color, but it was from that time frame. There was uh sitcoms <laughs> that said it's in the Bible. So anyways, very fascinating. And priests. I've watched recordings of, uh, I guess not priests, but um, pastors. Uh, giving sermons about it. It's like, and Martin Luther King, if I didn't mention that. Like, fascinating, fascinating. Everyone knows apparently it's the lion and the lamb. Uh, but what it actually says, even grab a Bible from like 100 years ago. Isaiah 11.6 talks about the wolf dwelling with the lamb and yada yada yada. Doesn't talk, yeah. So, wolf got lion apparently got replaced with a wolf, and I was like, Let's try to make some sense here. Let me look into this the best I can. Did someone just missay it like a hundred years ago and then everyone followed along without actually opening the Bible? Is that possible? And then I thought about it in another regard a hymn, and there is a hymn, I don't have it in front of me, but it. Uh, Ah, I'm going to pause it real quick so I can tell you. All right, guys, I got the hymn. Sorry about that. So, the hymn is called The Spirit of God. A very popular LDS hymn on page 2 of the current hymn book states in verse number 4, How blessed the day when the lamb and the lion shall lie down together without any ire. Kind of rhymes. Well, it is a hymn. It's a song. So... That's literally the only place I can find. But somehow people attribute Revelation. I forgot the chapter on this one. But they also attribute Isaiah 11:6, and it never says it. But but someone pointed out during all my research, a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's where it comes from. That's where like so like with the Mandela effect, is it just humans being odd? Like, maybe there is a collective consciousness, because we haven't really studied that. Recently, um, I forgot the kilograms, but it was, like, 20 kilograms. That's how much a soul weighs. Um, close. 26 or something. Um, so it's very light, because they studied people while they were dying. And the moment they died, they, like, lost that instantly, which is weird. But, technically, when you still have, like, electricity? Does electricity carry weight? I don't know. So, Yeah. Done with that. That's like philosophy mixed with pseudoscience. But, anyways, we're going to start the Hydron Collider. And I'm saying that completely wrong right now. I'm so sorry. Um, But, that's exciting to me. Let's do it. Let's just bash the particles together and learn shit. Maybe we blow each other up from some freak experiment. It happens. But, anyways. We... Are, there's still a lot to learn. Like, sometimes we get arrogant, like we know everything already because we've got computers in our pockets, which is impressive in the first place. But, um, yeah, we're not finished. We're not even close to finish. We barely know anything. How many times have you been to Pluto? Well, fuck. Give it some time. That could be like a weekend vacation. just takes 10 seconds to get, to get there. We just need to learn more things and make it art and science. So, anyways... Don't know where to go from here. But anyways, they're starting the CERN in Switzerland, the the high-accelerated particle collider, up again. So it can prove many things, because apparently during a few of their old experiments, like the Higgs-Boson particle, um, if it was above a certain weight, it means a multiverse. If it was below a certain weight, means just a universe so through these experiments we can like a hundred percent know not a hundred percent because we never know really um, but all the evidence will soon be there within our lifetime to whomever is listening to this um, that the multiverse exists or doesn't and I like to think it does because uh, Stephen Hawkins and these other people like to think it, too. Those astro-theoretical business Anyways, I'm just going to cut this off now, and until next time, thank you for tuning in to Mike Under Mike.